The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We bless you for this short time we have in your presence. We ask that your spirit will be with us. Guide us into all truth. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Right. Well, this is, like I said the other day, our season of honor. We're just... Um, trying to understand what it means to honor so that we can honor the servant of God that God has given to us. Amen. There are so many implications when you don't honor somebody. But just to quickly uh, recap, um, we said that to honor somebody means to think properly about the person, isn't it? Can I hear you? Isn't it? It also means to acknowledge the person. Are you there? So when you acknowledge somebody, uh, sometimes you uh, show that the person is there. Uh, it's a sign that you're honoring the person. Also, to honor someone means you are adapting to the person. So for a wife, uh, a woman who is married to a man, one of the ways she can honor her husband is to adapt to the ways of her husband. Yeah. This is how my husband likes things. This is how, ladies, are you listening? This is how my husband wants things to be done. Do it that way for him. That way you honor him. When you, you, when you please your husband, I'm telling you, whatever you need, you will have it. Oh, you didn't say amen. amen. Ladies, are you listening? I'm giving you tips. Yes. Whatever, if, if you, anything that he wants, when you do the things that please him, I'm telling you, anything you need, he will do it for you. Yeah. Really, the men, we don't, what are we going to do with the things we have? You are the reason why we have them. So once you also please us, then we also make sure that you are also happy. Amen. So every woman must learn that, adapt. Even as a church member, you must learn to adapt to the ways of your pastor. Are you getting it? This is how my pastor likes things. Let me also flow in that way. You will see that he will be very pleased with you. Also, to honor someone means... To pay attention to the person's words. So whatever the person says, you pay attention to it. And you act on it. We see that you are actually obeying the things that the person has said. It's a sign that you honor the person. And last Sunday, I was sharing with you on how you can honor someone with your substance. Those of you who came for the first service and... Um, we looked at different ways by which you can honor somebody with your substance. Uh, we cannot go into all that because of time. But tonight, I want to look at the signs, the stages, and the results of dishonor. <laughs> 
the signs, the stages, and the results of dishonor. Because sometimes you don't even know that you are dishonoring somebody. So we need to know the signs. And like we have said, uh, some of the things, it's not so easy to see somebody dishonoring another person. You just see it by the signs. Are you getting it? If two people are fornicating, it's not so easy to see it. Are you there or decided to go back home? Uh-huh. So some signs. The woman goes to the man's house and she stays there till after 12 midnight. And then she's going back home. Hey, this one there uh, is, uh, <laughs> is cause for concern. And we have to think about it properly. So these are signs. But in the case of this, uh, Anna also, there are signs that shows that you are dishonoring somebody. One of the signs is your absence. Your absence. Yeah. So I would say that all the people who are not here today are dishonoring me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've called for a meeting and everybody is aware of the meeting tonight. But you chose not to be here. It's a sign of dishonor. You see, some of these things, we have to teach them. If you don't take care, you grow with it. And before you realize, you have become somebody who is always dishonoring. And nobody will like you for that. Don't form the habit of always being absent from meetings. You, 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 you choose which meetings you want to attend. And sometimes you weigh the things, oh, no. This one, I don't think this is important. But you must have an attitude of every meeting is important. Am I talking to somebody? So in 1 Samuel chapter 15, you know, this was between Samuel and Saul. Verse 28. The Bible says that, And Samuel said unto him, The Lord has, what? Rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day, and has given it to an, a neighbor of thine. <laughs> that is better than you. Why? Prophet Samuel. Verse 29, he said, And also the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. In other words, God doesn't change his mind like man. When God has said something, he's going to do it. Yeah. So he said, verse, 20, verse 30, um, verse 30, Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now, I pray thee, before the elders of my people. And before Israel, and turn again with me, that I may worship the Lord thy God. Now, he was saying that the sign of your honoring me is that you are going to be with me as I worship. So, someone decided to dishonor him by not being present. Because he also chose not to obey. The famous scripture we know, to obey is better than sacrifice, isn't it? When Saul said that he had gone to sacrifice all the animals, he's going to get the animals to sacrifice to God. He said, is it better not to obey than to sacrifice? So Samuel also decided that he was not going to be. But Saul was bringing a point that the way to know that a person has honored you is when the person is present with you. Sometimes you have a party, you invite some people, they don't come. Yeah, there are some people 
they don't even have any but they will just pretend as if oh we are busy we are doing something they don't have anything they just don't they don't have any honor for you that's why they will not be there they will not be at your party they will not be at your anything you are doing yeah there are some friends you see they are your friends but when it gets to certain times they will not be there when you need them around they will not be there these are not good friends yeah a good friend you know like bishop dag always says he says that archbishop has been archbishop duncan williams has been at every important event in his life and as i've been around the short time i've been around him i have seen archbishop at every important event up to the recent uh, funeral of his son he was there he's been there he's older than him but he just honors him he's there yeah so don't feel too big or whatever to be at a meeting at a place now i don't see why i should be there you are sending a message if you don't know am i talking to somebody you are sending a message by just deciding that i will not be there yeah Yeah. and what is it that you are doing that you cannot come you find out there's nothing really you just feel that oh let me just so one of the signs of this honor the first sign is your absence that we notice that you are not there you are not there and there are some people they are not there it's not like once in a while they are not there then we know that oh maybe there's a reason why but they are always not there it's a message it's a message and i see some people i see they are always not there they have not made any effort to be there and i see it and god has seen it number two your failure to call on someone can be a sign of dishonor yeah failure to call on someone sometimes you go to a place maybe another town and you know somebody there but when you go you decide that you will not call the person you will not call on the person in other words go and look for the person it's a sign that you are dishonoring the person (laughs) yeah Oh, you don't know. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. You have gone to places. You know that there is this person there that I have to go and greet. But you will not go. You are dishonoring the person. Yeah. Sometimes some people come around. I mean, what's he here? But they will never come and say. I was here the other day. Somebody said he's doing a church around here. He's never come to even greet me. To me, it's a sign of dishonor. That's why I will not also be looking at you a second time when you have decided that you are coming to take my members. I'll, I'll be very angry with you. You haven't even shown me any honor by greeting me as you have come around, knowing that I'm here. So it's, it's, it's so clear. When the wise men, those people, yeah, the wise men, they went to see Herod and all that, and they told them they should go and look for the, 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 the king that is born, and they should bring news. <laughs> When they finished, they were told not to go back. And they didn't go back. They didn't honor Herod to go back and tell him anything. They just turned and went somewhere else. And Herod saw that the people had dishonored him. It was not easy. He killed the children. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. Yes, tell me. what, what You're saying something. Okay? Mandela, Yes. When he was released, yes. Ah, oh yeah, I see. Okay, I didn't know that one. Okay, anyway. Uh, 
okay. I didn't know. Mandela went to America. He didn't look for the president. Okay. All right. I know that he's a man of peace, Pastor. So I'll be surprised that he did that thing. He didn't. He, uh, okay. All right. Beautiful. So that's it. Clear. Number three, disregarding advice can be a sign of dishonor. When we give you advice, you don't take it. You will not say amen. amen. You know yourselves. Some of you will give you advice. You will not take it. That's what you want to do. What you have decided to do. That is what you are going to do. Yeah? You see a young lady. She's so whatever. I don't know whether it's love or what. And she wants to marry this person. Whatever you say, she is not listening to you. In China, me too, I will not tell you. Because I know you will not listen to me. Yeah, there are some people I will not bother to advise them. Because they will not listen to me. They will not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They will not listen. Do you know some people like that? Yeah. When you advise them, they will not. You, will, you know that they will not. And they dishonor you by that. They will not listen to whatever you are saying. They just want to do what they want to do. Me. And there are some people, phlegmatics are like that. Do you know phlegmatics? Phlegmatics are the people who, they are very slow. When you need them to do something, you have to push them. That word is taken from the word phlegm. Phlegm. Phlegmatic. Phlegm. Phlegm. Phlegmatic. Yeah. You have to push them before they go. Yeah. Phlegmatics are very nice people. They smile all the time. They look at you and they are smiling with you, smiling. Whatever you are saying, they are smiling. But they are saying in their head, I will not do it. I will not do it. And they will not do it. Hey, very bad people. Though. They will not. So, ask your neighbor, are you the one that they are talking about? Because I will be very shocked that when they give you advice, you don't take it. Yeah. Bible says that honor thy father and thy mother in the, as the Lord thy God has commanded you. That your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with you in the land which the Lord your God giveth thee. Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16. Yeah. There's something Bishop has been saying all the time. One time he traveled to America. He told the people don't go for mortgage all these things. But after he left, it was even that time that people even went for more mortgage. <laughs> and they were saying that you, you are not here. You don't know how we do things here. You are come. You are telling us not to go for mortgage. But that's how we do things here. And it was not easy. And up to now, a lot of people are owing. Yeah, because that mortgage, you know, it's a very wild thing. You know? eh? The mort, mortgage, mort, it comes from the word mortuary. It's like you are dying. They are killing you till you die. <laughs> yeah. That's the plan. So the people make you owe. When you go abroad, their lives is like a life of owing. I mean, there's nobody walking around who doesn't owe. What kind of life is that? As you are walking, everybody is owing. You know? 
the TV credits life. The TV in the house they are owing. The, 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 the sound system is owing. The, this, the car he's driving is owing. Everything is owing. What a shock. Bible says that owe no man nothing except to love one another. Have you seen that scripture? It's in Romans. Put it there. Owe no man nothing except to love one another. As for love, there you should owe somebody love. But when it comes to money and all these things, you should not owe. But how come you owe? You owe. Romans 13 verse 8. Owe no man anything but to love one another. You owe. You owe the uh, Gary seller. You owe the watch seller. You owe the... Now when you are walking, you are open from bound, open from bound, you are dodging all the time. Anyway, that's the life. The advice that, that they were giving, they didn't take it. So that is how your life will end. So this, to dishonor is to disregard, ignore, and to neglect the person's wisdom, thoughts, revelations, ideas, and plans. When you ignore someone's teachings, you dishonor him, especially if you are part of a family that claims to be following him. Those who earnestly take note of your teachings and advice are those who honor you. May you be one of those people. Oh, I didn't hear you. I said, may you be one of those people. Amen. Number four, leaving home can be a sign of dishonor. You have left the house. Where are you going? And there are some people, they like that. They like, say, I'm going. You're going where? See people in the church, I'm leaving. Where are you going? But it's a sign of dishonor. You dishonor the, the person, the leader, the father, the one who is there, you just leave and go. It's not a good thing. Make up your mind not to just leave. Oh, no. I mean, the slightest thing, anything at all, then you are leaving. Why? Somebody insulted me, I'm leaving. Somebody says, I'm leaving. Is that how to leave? Eh? Ask the next person, is that how to leave? Eh? In your house, is that how you leave? Yeah. Prodigal son, he left his father's house for no reason. He just wanted to go and see outside. There's nothing there. The enemy will make you feel that the grass is greener on the other side. Brother, the grass is no greener anywhere. Where you are is where the grass is. Tell somebody the grass is here. We cannot go anywhere. We are here. The grass is here. Let's be here and eat the grass. Eat the grass. Eat the grass. Eat the grass. <laughs> I hear the politicians have a saying. They say you eat the grass where you are tied. And they use it for their own things. If you are the minister of something, something, that's where you are tied. So eat the grass there. <laughs> what a shock. Somebody say, what a shock. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What a shock. <laughs> eat the grass where you are tied. So if you are good, when they tie you somewhere, the grass that is there, that's what you must eat. That's your portion. So if you are the sheep of the house, the grass that is here, stay here and eat the grass here. Are you thinking of another grass somewhere when god has given you grass here yeah that's how children you see that they want to go to another person's house to go and eat the food there didn't you do something when you were growing up your mother will cook the food no you want to go and eat the next house what is there what has been prepared there somehow the next house food seems to taste nicer than your house food 
but your mother knows what is best for you. Maybe the type of things you want, you, you want to eat, your mother is not going to give it to you, so you don't want to stay there. You want to eat toffee, toffee, sweets, chocolates. The mother says, no. <laughs> One of our pastors, he told me, he said when they were growing up, every morning, either yam or a pim or something like that, in Kuntumri, every morning, that's it. That's it. When you see him, he's a very thick guy. He's here. Yeah, that's break. That's what I said. Break fast. Break fast. You are breaking the fast. We do bread and tea. We don't know what you are talking about. People are eating. Contumbre and yam or cuckoo yam in the morning. And they eat it. That's the mother, that's what she believes in. She thinks that that is the food to eat and not sausage. And, uh, because you have seen that the other house, they are eating sausage, so you want to go there. And that's not what is for you. What's no, that's not good for you. Are you there? The prodigal son, by the time he realized, he was eating with pigs. Yeah. Then he says that, oh, I have sinned. I have made a mistake. I have to go back. But that's where you should have been. God knows where it's good for you and he has placed you there. Stay there and be happy there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There must be a reason why you were attracted to be a part of this family. Yeah. God pulled you to this place and he wants you to be here. There's something here for you. Don't go anywhere. Tell the next person, don't go anywhere. Eat the grass that is here. Number five, your stubbornness. Can be a sign of dishonor. Your stubbornness. I said what? Your what? Stubbornness. Yes. And once again, phlegmatics are a clear example of stubborn people. As the next person, are you a phlegmatic? You should, everybody, you should know your temperament. Hmm? We have to do a test for all of you to know your temperament so that you will begin to know how to. Cholerics are the hard-working people. They are working hard. They will take up anything. They will do it. They don't give up. They are like the leaders who are leading all the time. Sanguines are the happy-go-lucky people. Very happy. All the time, they are very happy. They are jumping all over the place. Whenever there's needless, they, they make fun. They create happiness. Yeah. You see them. They are the lifeline of every party. Yeah, if you're having a party, you must invite a sanguine. Yeah. You have to invite a sandwich. By the way, they say you should invite about three sandwiches because the way they are, one of them will forget the party, the day of the party. You'll forget. And the other one will not remember the direction to the house. But the third one will come. So it's always good to invite three. But when a sandwich is there, you see that as soon as he arrives, hey, Charlie, <laughs> he's very happy over the place. Very loud. That's sandwiches. And then we have the melancholics. They are very moody all the time. It's as if the whole world is against them or they are against the whole world. They blame everybody for everything. They will find something to blame. But my life is not, my life is the way it is because my father married my mother. <laughs> I mean, they are just always moody and having whatever. Melancholics. Very sad all the time. And then they are the phlegmatics. I told you, they are the slow people. Their motto is that, why run when you can walk? That, that's the motto of a, a phlegmatic. 
Why run when we can walk? We will get there eventually. So when you tell them, let's hurry up, it's like, ah, why? When a phlegmatic wakes up in the morning, when they jump, in fact, before they even jump out of the bed, they will be lying down. They will lie down for some time. Do you know why they are lying down? They want to get used to the fact that they are awake. They, they, they want to. So they will look around <laughs> before they will get up. But a choleric will just jump out of the bed and starts moving. That's a choleric. Phlegmatic is not like that. You have to call, hey, wake up. Let's go. Oh, I'm coming. Give me five minutes, okay? Five minutes. <laughs> and they are like that, but they are very nice people. So sometimes you, 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 you sort of don't see some of these things. They are very nice people. They're always smiling. They will smile with you. Everything you say, okay, okay, okay. But <laughs> they will not do it. Very stubborn. And that was Pharaoh. Pharaoh was stubborn like that. When the people come, when he sees the thing happening, hey, God, okay, anything, I will do it. I will do it. Then, he, then they say, let the people go. He say, no. He will not let them go. Then they will bring frogs. Frogs inside people's soup. You are making your life soup. Then a frog will jump inside. Inside the soup. (laughs) You are eating the fufu. About to take the fufu. Then a frog will jump on top of the fufu. What a shock. Then he said, ah, no, 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 no. He kept doing that till the last minute when his own son died. That is how the thing becomes. That you get into big trouble before you say, okay. Even that, he followed them after they left. Eventually, they got drowned in the Red Sea. All of them. They were too hard. Hey, why are you such a hard person? Proverbs 29 verse 1. Do you know that verse? He said, he that is often reproved. Eh? Proverbs 29 verse 1. Can you put it there? And hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed. And that without remedy. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 1. Yeah. Suddenly you'll be destroyed. Why? The computer can't find Proverbs. He that is being often reproved and hardeneth his neck. Stop on. Stop on. Ah! That's the next person. Why are you so stubborn? Why are you so difficult? He said, he shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. That's it. And you are gone. So don't be stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> but when you see somebody who is stubborn, whatever you say, they are bent on doing what they want to do. It's a clear sign that they are dishonoring you. Number six. Your pretense and deception is a sign of dishonor. Pretense. A lot of people pretend though. They look at you. They lie. The Bible says, Jesus said in Matthew 15, verse 7 to 9, Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, These people draw it nigh unto me with their mouth. Mouth. And honored me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. 
Hey, but in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. They are lying, but they pretend. Oh, oh, it's a lie. And there are some people, they come around, they pretend as if they are with you. They are lying. They have a way of behaving and acting. Oh, 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 man of God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kai. Total this, and as soon as you turn or you see them, oh, don't mind him, that guy. Don't mind him. Then they start. This Anna. Be careful of people like that. Who, when you are all together, he pretends as if he's, he's a very spiritual person, he's a very loyal person. But as soon as we turn around, you say, Oh, are you not going? Oh, don't mind him. We are not going. We are not going. <laughs> what a shock. You know some people like that. You must know some people like that because they are with us. They are very sweet, whatever. Hi. Yeah. It's a lie. Mm. So, wives, don't dishonor your husband by pretending. <laughs> you pretend that you are this, whatever, but you are not. And then when he turns, you say, Foolish man. What a shock. So, like I was saying, the whole thing is in stages. But you don't realize that you are actually moving in stages. You are becoming more and more dishonorable. Or you are, you are, you are somebody who dishonors people. And it's a state, you are moving from one stage to another. And that is why we must know all these things. Because it is happening. Jesus experienced it in his life. And you will also see it. If you don't take care, you'll be one of those people who is experiencing. So the first stage of this honor is to be silent when you have to speak. Huh? Joseph, are you there? Yeah. I've been in meetings with people who are supposed to talk. And they will not say anything. And there are some people, they like doing that and makes you look like a fool. <laughs> Are you people here? You are very quiet today. Instead of saying something, they make you rather look like you are some way. You are a very wicked man. So they would never make a comment. At least say something. Oh, you know, one of the ways, if you want to know how to assist your pastor, if he is doing counseling with somebody, one of the ways to do that, just repeat whatever he says. So if uh, the pastor is... Uh, um, advising somebody to, to try and start waking up at dawn and pray and read his Bible. You don't sit there and just quietly just watching. You don't say anything. As if what the pastor is saying doesn't make sense. Or uh, you, you have another better idea. Yeah, you have another revelation that you want to bring. Are you there? But rather just say to the person, if the person is called Kujo, Kujo, do you understand what pastor is saying? That's the way to assess the pastor. I'm, I'm showing you. That's the way to assess. And if, even your boss, when you are at your workplace, you will see the way your boss will like you. In the meeting, I said, do you understand what he's saying? What he's saying is that, then you repeat exactly what he said. He says every morning, 4 a.m., wake up and pray and have your quiet time. Do you understand? Then another thing you can add is that, do you know that he's thinking well of you? That is why he's telling you this thing. Do you know that he wants you to do well? That is why he's taking... As soon as you keep the... You endear yourself to the person. But you are quiet. You don't say anything when you have to say something. It's a sign of dishonor. When Jesus was taken to Pilate, 
and he was talking and was saying that, do you know that I can release you? I can. He said, you have no such power. But before then, as he asked him a question, he did not answer him. <laughs> he did not speak. He disarmed him by not speaking. Yeah. So sometimes when you have to say something, you don't say it. Or even be somebody who communicates. When you are told to do something, when you go, communicate. Let us know what it is. Don't go. And then we don't hear from you for whatever. Then you come back before you're coming to tell us. Why do we have phones? Can't you send a WhatsApp? Can't you send a, a text message? Can't you call and say, I've gone to check on the thing. And this is what they said. Blah, 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 blah. That's it. That's the way to honor. Don't just be there. Silent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whenever you are in a meeting, try and talk. Try and talk. It's a sign of, especially if the thing that is being talked about, you know something about it and you can contribute to it. Yeah. It's not everything you can talk about, so you don't talk about everything. They say we should talk, so anything they talk, they usually start talking. No. But there are some things, you say, where they are tall line. Yeah. When I'm in a meeting, I realize that it's not everything. There are some people today, they are very good. They, can, they have a comment to give about everything. I tell you. But me, I realize that sometimes some of the things that they are talking, I don't have any clue. I don't have anything to say. But when it comes to the thing that I have something to say, then I say, uh-huh, let me, let me, let me too, I say something. Yeah. But when you don't say, you are dishonoring the person. I'm teaching you, some of you at your workplaces, you sit there when they are going for meeting. Media mean capture with you. You see, very soon they will sack you from the office, you see. <laughs> hey, you people are quiet, oh. Yeah. Silence can be the beginning of disrespect and dishonor. So that's the first stage. You don't say anything, you are quiet. You have started the journey of dishonor. Yeah. That is why when it comes to our bishop, we must be able to say something. You go somewhere and people are saying all sorts of things. Then you sit down and you watch. You don't say anything. Say something. Say something. At least say what you know. Say what you know. Yeah. They may not listen to you, but you have said it. It's better than not just, you are also just dishonoring him. Well, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Haven't you been in meetings when they talk about the pastor and talk about this thing? How many of you have been in a meeting, some people are talking about Bishop Dark and all that? Let me see by show of hands. You have been in a meeting like that. You raise your hand. That one too, you are, you are, you are showing this, Anna. You. Yeah. Huh. Number two, hey, our time is up. Second stage of this, Anna, is not to believe in someone. You don't believe in the person. Yeah. So, number one, you don't say anything. You are not contributing. You are at a place. People are talking about me. You won't say anything. You, are, you know something. You won't say. And, say ah, and you are sitting there. <laughs> and then, secondly, you don't believe in the person. Yeah. When somebody doesn't believe in you, oh, 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 it doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> it's this honor. Yeah. One day, Bishop Dad was praying for somebody many years ago when the church started. As he was praying for the person, the person was sitting down there. When he finished, he opened his eyes. The person was looking at him. <laughs> she didn't close her eyes. She was looking at him like that. He said, ah. You didn't believe what I prayed. He said, no. Okay. 
Listen, there are churches over there. I'm sure you can believe in their prayers. Very powerful. So, please go there. Yeah. When somebody doesn't believe in you, don't try. I'm telling you, it's a waste of time. Hmm? Are you there? Yeah. Bible says of Jesus in John chapter 7, that his brothers... They were saying, he said, after these things, verse 1, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry, or where the Jews were, because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand, and his brethren therefore said to him, Depart hence, and go unto Judea, but that, that thy disciples may see the works that thou doest. This was his brothers, his own brothers. They said, go, so that your disciples will see your things that you can do. He said, for there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. He said, if thou do these things, show the, yourself to the world. For neither did what? His brethren believed in him. They didn't believe in him. I mean, verse 5, you haven't read verse 5. Neither did his brethren believe in him. No. Sometimes people will say things, say, oh, Bishop, very powerful. But they don't believe in you. Yeah. And we see in the things that you do. Because what you believe in is what you do. Yeah. What you believe in is what you do. So we can see in other areas that all that you are saying is just, uh, you are just giving us wraps. Number three, the third stage of this honor is to reject someone. Reject the person. I don't want you. Go. I do not want you. Hey, what a shock. And Jesus was rejected. He went to a different place. They rejected him. One time he went to cast out some demon from a madman. The people sacked him from the place. He said, we don't want you here. Go. Go. And he left. Mark chapter 5. Madman of Gadara. He said, we don't want you here. And they sent him away. So, sometimes we can reject. Number four, the fourth stage is to prevent others from honoring. <laughs> you prevent other people from honoring. When Mary broke the alabaster box, there were some people, the Bible said they were filled with indignation. <laughs> they said, why this waste? Why are you giving everything to this man of God? Small birthday that he's chopping, you are giving everything to him. <laughs> Why? Why this amount? Make it small. Or oh, don't even send it. Ah, but next year too is there. <laughs> One of the things I've learned about Henry, you think that there will be another opportunity. It may not come again. When you have the opportunity to honor, honor straight away because the opportunity may not come again. Yeah. The person you are going to honor, the person just dies and that's it. Or the person is somewhere else. The person goes far away. You can't honor the person again. And the whole thing is just gone. So, please, don't be someone who does what? Who prevents other people from honoring. Has somebody prevented you from honoring before? Nobody. But it happens. There are people who are 
Very good at that. One brother, he told me, he said when he was coming into full time, he had decided that he wanted to come into full time. Another pastor in the church called him, come. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Small boys are young. Have you heard? Small boys are young. We are here. We buy in chair. We have been here before you came. Don't rush. Eh? You are rushing. Don't rush. <laughs> Where are you going? Stay. That's what he told me. He, told, he was telling me. He said, Pastor told him that. Pastor was supposed to encourage the people to come. Somebody wants to serve God full time. You don't want to serve. Somebody wants to serve God today. He said, No. And when you start getting into accusations, then now you have gone far. Because that is the work of the devil and you have taken over. <laughs> Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. He goes on accusing. Have you seen this athlete girl? She's like this. She's like that. Then he goes on. Have you seen this one? Then they were just accusing people. And when you are there, he's always accusing you. You are a bad girl. You are a bad person. You don't do it. You are this, you are that. So, when you start doing it, you have put on the jacket of the, of the devil and you start accusing people in the church and accusing your man of God. The one who has been a blessing to you, today, he is what? You are calling him what? You won't say it. Yeah. For the accuser of the brethren has been cast down. So, don't get into accusations. Accusations always lowers people and makes them. When you go to the court, you see that the one who is standing there, the accused person, is the lowest person in the place. <laughs> Everybody looks down on that person. That's the guy. Not until he's proven innocent or whatever. Everybody looks at you in a certain way. You are guilty until what? Proven innocent. And number six. The sixth stage of dishonor is to physically now attack the person. Yeah. Physically what? Attack the person. So, so sometimes when people are listening, you don't see it till they reach the stage. So sometimes when somebody tells you that this person is like this, you don't believe it. So one day the person rises and then attacks. And that's when, oh, that's what they have been saying. They don't speak. You don't see anything about it. Uh, what else? Uh, what's the next one? They don't speak. Uh -huh. They don't believe in you. It's like, oh, when you say it, it doesn't really. And then what else? They reject you. Sometimes you don't see it. You don't, when they say it, you don't even believe it. And then what? They prevent others. From Andrew, that one too, you don't see it. And then what else? They accuse you. It's like, oh, this one. These are all things you don't see. But now they get up and they hold your neck. <laughs> they shake you. You, you say what? You are what? You are what? You are... Hey! Then you see that now this person is, is gone far. When they took Jesus and they started whipping him, no, that was it. They had shown that they had no respect for him. At all. At all. So, beloved, this honor is not a good thing. And uh, we must all move away from it. So, what will happen to you as I close? 
There are six signs and there are six stages. When you see them, know that you are, you are on a certain journey now. Yeah. Six things. Everything is six, six, six. That will happen to you. Number one. Hey, it means that a demon has entered into you. What a shock. <laughs> hey, if you want a demon to enter into you, this is the fastest way for a demon to enter into you. Start dishonoring somebody that is above you. You will see. Why am I saying that? Listen to what Jesus said. John chapter 8, verse 49 to 50. Jesus answered and said, I have not a devil. In other words, I don't have a devil. But I honor my father. And you do dishonor me. And I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh and judges. But I think the first part is what I'm looking for. He said, hey, John chapter 8, verse 49 to 50. I am very slow. John chapter 8, verse 49 to 50. Jesus answered and said, I have not a devil, but I honor my father. So anybody who honors doesn't have a devil. Oh, I thought you would say amen. Yeah. That is why we must join those who are honoring in this season so that the devil will not have an advantage over us. Oh, what I'm saying is not true. Pastor Richard, are you there? Yeah. I have not a devil. So, the Bible says that the devil entered into Judas. That is how come Judas was able to dishonor. Everybody was some way and all that, but none of them got up to dishonor Jesus. That they were going to sell him. Only Judas, because the devil had entered into him. Wow. Number two. When you dishonor, you are entering what? Obscure darkness. When you dishonor, you are entering into darkness. How many want to enter into darkness? <laughs> Nobody wants darkness. Darkness is uh, everything dark is not good. It means you are coming down. It means your life is something else. Proverbs 20 verse 29. It says that whoso curseth his father... Eh? and his mother, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. Yeah. Don't curse your father. Your spiritual father, your biological father. Am I saying what? Proverbs 20, 20. Proverbs 20, 20. Okay. Have you found it? Yeah. Okay. So, but I see God making sure that your light will not go out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your light will keep shining because you are people who are going to honor. Emmanuel, yeah, honoring is good. Anybody who honors, your light shines brighter and brighter. You check. Anybody who is honoring, his light is always shining. Anybody who doesn't honor is going into darkness. And their voice is not heard anymore. People who fight against their pastors, their leaders, you see, they just vanish. Obscurity, gone. I've seen it several times. I've seen people who have risen against their senior pastors and all that, and we don't hear of them again. They are gone. 
And it's a scripture. Proverbs 2020. Hey. Oh, yes. Bishop Dag will say, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Number three. When you dishonor, it will result in you being replaced. <laughs> so, number one, a devil is inside of you. Number two, you are going to be in darkness. And number three, you'll be replaced. Hey, do you know somebody that that thing happened to? A lady called Vashti. Vashti. She has made that name become a very, when you mention the name, it sounds like a proud person. Call yourself Vashti. You are very proud. Her husband, King Ahasuerus, called her to come and dance in front of the visitors who have come. He, he wanted to show off his wife. Say, come. Come and dance. Yeah. Maybe you're going to do, this is how I praise <laughs> Come and dance. No, I, I've come to realize that it, the, every time when promotion is going to come, there's always something very humiliating, something shameful that precedes it. I've seen it all the time. And that time, when you, when you fail that test, no, you see that somebody else is taking your place. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Even in my own life, I've seen it. Every time that promotion is going to come, you go through a time of a shameful something. Yeah. That man who was blind in Mark chapter 8 that they brought to Jesus for Jesus to heal him. Bible says that as soon as they brought the man, you know, Jesus took the man's hand. Even people thought that he was going to uh, just through that heal him. He did it. He took the man out of the town. And then when he got out there, he spat on the man's eyes, face. As they were going, I'm sure he was accumulating the thing. He was removing the I'm sure the man was wondering, because he too was blind. He couldn't see. So, wanted the thing to be thick so that the miracle would be very powerful. <laughs> so, hey, maybe he has a cold, that's why. The next thing is on his face. Oh, man of God. I mean, today, if a man of God spat on somebody's face, it would be easier to be all over the media. Yeah, to be TikTok. Charlie, the man could have just gotten up and said, Jesus, swine, foolishness. What do you mean? Small boy like you. Do you know how old I am? And you're spitting on my face. But the man didn't do that. The Bible says that after he spat on him, then he touched his eyes and he healed him. But that thing was some way. Me, I don't like this one. That would have been his end. But he just flowed. Because always after that, whatever is always attached that will come. I don't know, maybe somebody has been blessed by this one. You may be going through something that looks like it's really shameful. And it's bringing you down. It's like, me, para. No. That is it. Bible says that before honor is humility. Proverbs 18, 12 or so. 12, 18. Before honor is humility. Something will have to bring you down. So Vashti 
come and dance. You have no idea what your husband has in store for you. But Vasti said, what? Me as you come and dance in front of these people? Well, they say, I don't know, they say that the king wanted her to take off her clothes. I think just dance in her panties or whatever. And she didn't see why she should dance with her panties. But you see the people who want to win Miss Ghana and Miss whatever. You see them walking in their panties, moving. Contestant number four. Now, about two, 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 two. And they are wearing these uh, small panties and walking. That one, they, because they have told you, you get a car. And you go for uh, Miss World something. So you don't care. You have come in your panty and you are shaking. Contestant, turn around. Turn, 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 turn. Isn't that the same thing Vashti you should do? Vashti said no. And that was it. The people were so angry that they told the king that your wife has not just dishonored you. We also that we are sitting here as husbands. He has dishonored, she has dishonored us too. Because he's showing the other wives what to do. Oh, yeah. So the king, they said, organize a, 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 a whatever and choose another wife. That was the end of Vashti. Hey, just by dishonoring, you'll be replaced. You don't even know that you have been replaced. Hey, am I talking to somebody? You are very quiet. You, because I finished my preaching, but I feel somebody needs to hear this one. It will change you. Number four, because we are closing. So you will do what? You have a devil, you'll be in darkness, you'll be replaced. Number four, you will not be esteemed. You'll be lightly esteemed. Lightly esteemed. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Nobody will honor you. Nobody will honor you. Nobody will honor you. Number five, it will result in you not seeing the power of God in your life. No power. No power. Why? Because in Mark chapter 6, the Bible says that Jesus went to his hometown. Where he was born. And the people knew him. So when he came, nobody honored him. They said, ah, isn't this Ataoko? Do you know Ataoko? Ataoko the carpenter. Your carpenter, what is, how is he called? Do you have a carpenter? You don't have a carpenter. Lance, do you have a carpenter? You don't have a carpenter. Oh, you people, why? You don't take your, this thing to any carpenter too. Yeah, I have a carpenter. He's called Ataoko. Ataoko is a gunman. So, but this Ataoko is the one we have been seeing walking around. He's always hitting the nails into our chairs and other things. Is that Ataoko is what? He's the what? The son of God. This is the Messiah. Oh, and nobody gave Jesus any of this thing. And so the Bible says that he could there do no mighty work. It's like he wanted to. He had the power to. And he was doing it in other places. But as soon as he got to the place where nobody honored him, he did not, they did not see the power of God. Yeah. As a church, we need to experience the power of God here. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, we need to experience the power of God here. And it will come as we honor the man of God that God has given to us. 
It's a spiritual thing. You will never know. But there is something that comes out from that place. That because of the honor. When you go to the first love church, they will tell you, we, we believe that whatever we have, whatever we are able to do, is because of our honor of the servant of God. Whatever you can do as a pastor, whatever you can do as a shepherd, it will be as a result of the way you honor the man of God. Power will be released into your life. Otherwise, you will just be at one place. Obscurity. Nothing. Wow. So what are the six signs you must look out for? Number one is what? Your absence. When there's a meeting, you are not there. It's a clear sign. Watch out for it. If you are the type that is always absent from meetings, it's a clear sign of dishonor. Number two is what? Failure to call on someone. When you have come to a place, maybe you, are, you have come to my area, you know that I am there, but you have never come to say hello, and you passed. Hey, that's Bishop, oh, that's Bishop's place, but we are going. Number three is what? What? Disregarding advice. When they give you advice, you don't take it. You are very stubborn. You are, you are a, a phlegmatic who doesn't take any advice. I've heard it, but I will not take it. It's a sign that you are dishonoring the person. Look into your life. Have you been like that? They've given you advice, but you didn't take it. You thought you were very smart. So we, we, we are smarter. These people, they are colo people. Number four is what? Leaving home or leaving the church. It's a sign of dishonor. I've left. You are going. It's not a good thing. Number five is what? Stubbornness. You are like, you are like, uh, you are like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what? Willing the watch it. Well, have you heard that one before? Yeah. But some willing are very, it's very soft. But anyway, it's possible. Stubborn. That's why it's sin. When they talk to you, don't listen. Ha! Eh? There's a song that they sing. Uh, uh, am I waiting in vain for your love? That song that they sing. Why are you so difficult? Why are you so hard? Yeah. And number six is what? Your pretense and what? Your deception. How about you haven't given us everything? Your deception and pretense. You pretend, but you are not, it's not true. When you look at us, then you are smiling, but you, are, you only leave us, then you say something else. Don't mind them. Now, so what are the stages you must be looking out for? Because you are actually in the process of becoming somebody who is dishonest. Number one is what? Silence when you have to talk, you have to speak. Then you are silent. Yeah. I notice people who must say something. This issue that we are talking about, say something about it, but you are quiet. It says a message. It's a message. Oh, Bishop, this is that you are saying. You, you'll be there and you'll see. You'll become a leader. you sit there and watch people. They don't say anything. You'll see. You'll be very sad. Number two is what? Not believing in someone. You don't believe in him. They don't believe you. Jesus' brothers, they didn't believe him. Number three. To reject. We don't want. No, don't reject. Don't reject. Jesus said, 
anybody who rejects you has rejected me. Yeah. Anytime somebody is sent to you and you reject the person, Jesus said, you have rejected me. You have dishonored Jesus. Hey. Number four is what? You prevent others from honoring. When they are bringing their honor your prophet envelope, they say, ah, why is your envelope why is it so big like that? Why? 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 It's small, this thing. Just find something small. No. No. Make it big. I said, what? Yeah. One day somebody came to see Archbishop. So, Archbishop, please, something small for you. He took the thing. But next time, make it big. Next time, make it big. Yeah. As you say, something small. I don't know why we always say that. So, please, something small. <laughs> so next time make it big number six is what number five oh number five is what accuse people yeah accuse or what quarrel yeah people like quarreling or being conflict why are you in conflict with your, your your father your pastor you are quarreling and fighting with your pastor hey and number six is what? You're now there. I will face you. I'll meet you on the Facebook. I'll meet you here. I'll face you here. Hey! Now, oh dear, you have come out to attack. So, what are the things that will happen to you if you flow in these things? Five things. Number one is what? A demon has entered you. A demon will enter you, or whatever. A demon. <laughs> But you are delivered from demons. Number two is what? You are going into obscure darkness. The darkness itself is what? Then you have entered obscure darkness. It's like the darkness of darkness. Hey! Father, deliver us from obscurity in the name of Jesus. May you shine. May you shine. May you be like the light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Oh, I prophesy over you that you'll be shining and shining. Next time I see you, you'll be a star that is shining in the name of Jesus. And then what else? You will be replaced. How many want to be replaced where you are? At your workplace, you are being replaced. Your position in the church, you are being replaced. How many want to be replaced? How many don't want to be replaced? Yeah. So, honoring will prevent you from being Replace. Number four is what? Lightly esteemed. When it comes to honoring, people don't honor you well. If they even honor you, they will not honor you. See that nobody gives you any honor because you don't honor anybody. It's a seed. See, what we are doing, we are just fulfilling this vision for the year. Seed time and harvest. We are all sowing seeds. One day you, two, you become a very big man. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said one day you are going to become a big man. Or because I said man, you're going to become a big woman. <laughs> and you will see that people will honor you because you have honored the man of God. Hallelujah. And finally, number five. You will not see the power of God in your life. Oh, wow. But we are going to see the power of God. We're going to experience the power of God in this church. God is going to touch us. We're going to experience miracles. I see everyone here experiencing a miracle 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Yesterday I was just saying to some people, the Bible says in Genesis 8 verse 3, it says that the waters continued till the 150th day. Then the waters subsided. I believe that God is bringing us to that place. Since the year started, we have done 130 days already. But it is left with 20 days. And your miracle is about to show. In the next 20 days, I prophesy that the things you have been looking for, the things you have been waiting for, the things you have been expecting that have not happened, in the next 20 days, it's going to begin to happen. I prophesy over you that you are experiencing it in Jesus' name. From tonight, tonight, it is happening. From tonight, it is happening. Next week, by this time, your story will be different. Next two weeks, by this time, your story will be different. By next three weeks, when we enter the 150th day, may every water that is flowing in your life every problem every situation may it abate in the name of jesus because the lord your god has remembered you and god has favored you lift up your hand and begin to bless god and thank him tonight that god is helping you to walk in honor that you will be honoring every day of your life in the name of Jesus, pray for the grace to honor those above you. Grace to walk in honor. Honoring those that God has given to you. Pray that you will not be someone who absents yourself. Someone who is accusing. Someone who is stubborn. Somebody who does not take advice. Pray that God will help you. That you'll be one who takes advice. One who receives advice. In the name of Jesus, that you'll be Deliver from stubbornness in the name of Jesus. Pray tonight. In just a minute, everybody pray. Ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. May you not be found in any of these things. May we be delivered from being invaded by demons. In the name of Jesus. Father, help us. Help us by your spirit. Help us by your spirit to honor your servant in this season, oh God. In the name of Jesus, may we come with our substance. May we honor him in a big way in the name of jesus not in a small way but in a big way in the name of jesus touch every heart oh god may we understand what it means to honor and may we walk in honor oh father we bless you we thank you lord jesus we give you glory lord i give you my heart oh i give you my soul i live for you i live for you alone and every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. In and this is my desire. Oh, to honor you. Oh, Lord, with all my heart, Lord, with all my heart oh i worship you oh all i have within me i give you praise i give you oh praise and all that i adore all that i adore is in you Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. 
I live for you. Every moment, every moment I'm away. Lord, have your way, Lord, have your way in me. Father, have your way in us. May we honor you. This is our desire to honor you, to honor you through the servants that you have given to us. Once again, we want to thank you for the life of Bishop Dag. Thank you, O oh God, for adding one more year to his years. Lord, as we are praying for him, we also remember Reverend Isudanaba, who also celebrates his birthday today. God, we want to thank you for his life. And on Thursday, as Archbishop Duncan Williams also celebrates his birthday. Father, what a blessed week. We ask for your blessing upon them. Increase them in wisdom. Increase them in the anointing. Increase them in your grace. Lord, let them move from one level of glory to the other. In the name of Jesus Christ. May they live long. May they be around long enough to impart the wisdom that you have given to them. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shouted, Amen. Oh, why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call a WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.